0: By George, I think I have got it. Hybrosexual thinking. Oh, I saw that Bigfoot walking across the stream and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hybrosexual thinking. thinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hybrosexual thinking. thinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice.
1: If you could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. <laughs> Greetings, travelers,
0: and welcome to Hyp. Heart- Forward to podcasting explores the journey from probability onto a boat headed to the Bermuda Triangle, diving down deep, deep into the crevice of Johnny's butthole, and then right outside his mouth into his eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) And then back inside of his mouth to stay there and live there until someone finds it buried deep deep in his bowels. I
2: thought you were gonna leave me out of it.
0: No, I was going to keep he's you in just it.
2: just so, so hard into it. You're welcome. Oh,
0: <laughs> um, I did my sweatshirt off. That was so funny. He's so hot. He's taking his Dude, sweatshirt was, off. My name is Nick Floyd, funny. and I'm joined by my two very handsome, uh, very uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street esque co
2: hosts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taylor. I'm definitely Johnny from that movie.
0: And the way definitely, this works, definitely. Is that either Taylor and myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny, sweet Johnny. Good old Johnny Boy that looks just like Babe the Pig in the Big City <laughs> goes into every episode <laughs> That'll completely, do That'll do completely That'll blind. Do <laughs> Very similar to the Odyssey's author Homer, who was thought to be blind. Was There's he, no confirmation was, on was, that, but that's was, a fact. Was, was he
2: blind? I don't know.
0: Oh, it's to so be I determined.
2: Heard. I like the Odyssey. I read it as a kid. It was the like only, was only he book blind? I actually enjoyed reading. There's a
1: theory that he was blind. I enjoyed the Odyssey as well. Uh, didn't Francis Ford Coppola, or was like somebody fucking crazy? Who did the. Who did the, the Odyssey movie that was like made a, for TV? It
2: is it a movie?
1: I don't know. Yeah, man. We had to watch it in school several times. It was dope as fuck. Jason uh, and Jason, like the lead actor? lead actor is like, uh oh, man, boss.
0: Hey, Francis man. Ford Coppola, <gasps> The Odyssey. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, The Odyssey miniseries uh, directed by Francis Ford
1: Coppola. Ah, yeah, Made for time. TV. Weird, dude. It was good. Really um, good. Uh, Odysseus and his journeys. It was produced by Francis
0: Ford Coppola, and I don't know where he comes into play. I'm a little lost in this whole scenario. He's a
1: player in the game, apparently. Anyways, he absolutely
0: is.
2: How you guys doing?
1: How you doing? (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Today's a big day here on my side of the world. Uh, Atlanta Falcons got a game two of the preseason, so I'm pumped about that. Otherwise... Dude, I had a fucking uh I got a fucking sweet tan going on because I went to the beach. He
2: does. Hey. Taylor has a great tan. Tanner than me. He is. Yeah. Oh, actually he's a different tanner than me. I don't think he's tanner than me. Yeah, Taylor was at the beach. You know why I was at the beach? Because we were in Orlando like Orlando. a week ago. Taylor was there. He fucking dope. It was great. We while we were there,
1: we had a panel
2: for <laughs> you people. Some of the people listening while uh, we're at that panel. It was great seeing you guys, hanging out with you guys, and uh hope you spun our wheel at our booth.
0: How you doing, Johnny?
2: Yeah, I'm great. I was about to say I'm great because of everything I just said, but I already said it, so I'm great because of previously said. He's just great. I'm great.
0: He's he's doing great. I'm doing, doing great. He's always doing good. How you I'm doing, doing I'm Nick? Tell me. us. Tell us. I know Taylor, you're tell Taylor, us. Tell us. Th- th- Taylor, th- thanks for asking. Tell us. Johnny, and I knew you were going to ask me, but Taylor just hey, beat n- n- you to Nick, it. Nick, Nick, beat him you to the punch, bud. I'm doing great. Okay. Um, I just finished drinking probably one of the world's worst uh-huh. caramel macchiatos from the McDonald's Cafe. Fix- Surprise. Oh, I just finished really? mine. Ready? Mine was hot, and it slowly started turning into sludge Uh, as I kept drinking it. And um. now there's this, like, sludgy bottom. Can I see it?
1: Yeah, look. It sounds extremely metal.
0: That looks like just, like, uh, syrup. I feel like this is what that (laughs) Pharaoh punch probably would taste like.
1: Nasty. So, I'm not going to lie, dude. I love McCafe, uh, like, the mocha frappuccinos, dude. I love them. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. As soon as they touch the bottom of my stomach, I can feel the damage that is being done. <laughs> oh no, I feel it yeah, right soon as they now, touch In my real
0: stomach. time. It doesn't feel good, but you know, I think about the Mick Cafe and the damage it's doing to me right now. But I also think about uh, the joy that was brought to me last night and this morning. Uh, what? I, I rewatched Ex Machina and uh, forgot cool, how Machina. good that movie actually is.
1: And I have not had the opportunity to forget. I have not yeah. seen it. Yeah, it, uh, oh. it is
0: one of the best movie about robots I've ever seen in <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> robots? <laughs> robots. <laughs> robots?
2: Yes, it I is. Think I, I think it's a great movie. I think psychologically, it's like almost like it's not hard to understand, but it's a journey. And once you do, I think figure it out psychologically, it's pretty fucking dope.
1: It was made for us. Okay, okay, like mud for the thinkers. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, Alex Garland made the is. movie in 2015, and when he was making the movie, he goes. <laughs> you know these guys are going to start a podcast, <laughs> and they're going to call themselves <laughs> Hypothetical Thinking, and this movie is going to be for them. It's going to be a love letter to them, for them, from me. And he's right.
2: Yeah, yes. If that's what he wanted, then yeah, he's right.
1: Why didn't he ever yeah. tell us? <laughs>
0: well, you I mean, think he no. was waiting for us to find <laughs> out. No, we'll, we'll call him. And we did. I did. And now we're all going to watch it together. What? Right yeah, now. no, not right now. <laughs> okay, and, <laughs> and now <laughs> <on> this <laughs> now, now, episode, on today's future. episode, <laughs> we're gonna all stream Ex Machina <laughs> in its entirety, and we're gonna co- provide commentary. <laughs>
2: And That'd be kind of cool. That, yeah, the, let's th- fucking do that. That'd be the, cool. The first time when Taylor doesn't have context, I do. That would be a fun— co- What if we did a thing where, like, we watched something and only I had context? Like soccer. And you guys were like, had no idea what was happening. That'd be pretty <laughs> funny. What is this sport? <laughs>
1: they keep, <laughs> that, like, their feats and stuff.
2: I don't understand.
1: <laughs> I know. All you need to know about soccer is offsides. Isn't that the only thing? I mean, that's, it's a very important rule, like but one nobody rule?
2: knows about it unless they have played soccer. It's hard to, it's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, that's true. it
1: is. I guess unless you played hockey, because I think it's pretty similar to the hockey offsides. Is
2: there a hockey offsides?
1: There is a ho- hockey offsides. I think it is the same.
2: You know what's funny? I saw one of our, our fan Fest, uh, uh I guess, employees or colleagues. We're going to shoot this Top Corns, and in soccer it's called Top Corner, when you can get the ball in any corner because it's a hard place to reach. <laughs> and the word Top Corns is a fucking rad, but I wish we capitalized on that because that's a hilarious, like, I don't know. Top that's, Corns? I, yeah. I just had, I had it in my head.
1: So in the baseball realm, you get a pop fly, you yell, can of corn. Can of corn. <laughs> can, can of corn. Cool. Because it's like a uh, back in the olden days uh, when these baseball players, they worked their day jobs at the supermarket, right? And uh, somebody would be knocking off the cans of corn from the top, and they'd be catching them. <laughs> and when on the way down, somebody say, hey, can of corn. Can of corn. And you catch it at the bottom. Uh, that's, Hence the term. That's can of corn. Rad. So we got, yeah, some, we got some, some news. Boys, do I have some news oh, for
0: that you? Was that not the news? Holy shit. That was, that was, <laughs> that was the news. The news was... Just about a pop, pop ball. Pop flies? the pop ball. Pop, <laughs> pop fly. Pop balls. <laughs> Baseball. I got some real news for you. Taylor, this one's going to really, really, really just tickle you right on your baby toe. This one's very close to home. <laughs> tickle my pickle? All right, buddy. It just might. And Johnny, <laughs> you'll probably enjoy this what, as well. It's not going to do anything to me? It won't do anything to you uh, except provide enjoy you enjoyment. <laughs> okay. So someone was real hungry. And I'm talking, whoa, like, whoa. real hungry. Okay, okay. I'm talking, like, the lion in that one movie about the lions eat all the people hungry. I'm talking... Oh, what, wait, wait, wait. What? With Val Kilmer? I'm talking about the snake and anaconda uh-huh. hungry.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: That's real hungry. He's hungry.
1: I didn't eat yet did today. <laughs> well, you're going to be real hungry <laughs> after this. Really
0: hungry. <laughs> so, this guy who was super hungry okay. decided yeah. in Georgia... Yeah. In Fayette oh, County, okay. he decided to uh, steal a large trailer, 50, 53 feet <laughs> to be exact, that was parked at a Chevron store trailer on I-85 North. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. And that trailer oh, was yeah. holding $100,000 worth of ramen noodles.
2: <laughs> and he stole it and drove away. Wait, wait, $100,000, what is that like, 100,000 ramen noodles? <laughs> That's 100,000 ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> we we could find the contents and the price just by knowing how many were in there. It's a lot. And uh, this
0: happened on the 15th is the last it was reported. What's today? And to this day, they have not made an arrest, <laughs> nor have they retrieved the giant 53 foot full of ramen noodles. He ate it all. I did some math. Okay? I'm going to break down some math. I already did the math, Nick. The cost of ramen is $0.13 cents <laughs> Wait, it's only 13 per consumer cents? average packet.
2: What? Yes. So if thousand you buy a big dollars.
0: box it, when it's broken down, so you can eat three meals a day of ramen noodles for an entire year for just $142.65. And he has $100,000. A- a thousand times that? He has a thousand times that.
2: He has that. a hundred thousand. Either this so he can
1: live for a thousand years?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, you're right, sodium content. You're gonna become a, a, essentially a superpower if the cops don't get
1: He's him to kill him. Off. The sodium count will. <laughs> <Yeah,
0: well, Yeah. laughs> that's a dietary nightmare.
1: <laughs> Dude, you awesome. can put anything in ramen, though. Uh, you know, anything. It's just a good noodle. Yeah, a straight can, up noodle. You don't have you to put the you pa- sauce packet on. It. Create eggs in there. You can put some pesto, different spices.
2: You can put different types of meat in there, chicken. It becomes just like a weird curry <laughs> type of like noodle.
1: Everything you, know. you just said is absolute fact. It is absolute fact that most of which I've tried.
0: On top of the high (laughs) sodium, though, something you can't take out of ramen that makes it not so delicious is a little thing called TBHQ. The the
2: the hyper that's
0: teratery butyl hydroquinone.
2: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Queenon
0: apparently is more
1: deadly to the human male than Red Five or Yellow Five. Exactly. Yellow Five. So this guy just
0: basically wrote his own Death Note. He signed it, signed, sealed, delivered, and said, so, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna die in this delivery. truck wait, 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 full wait. of ramen noodles."
2: You said that he stole it, Andy, that because he's hungry. How do you know he's hungry? How do you know he even ate it? He could have just got Ooh. it and it. he could be, be giving it to
1: the homeless. Yeah, he could be. This could be. A, this he could a be a Robin superhero, hood. or he could be killing, a Robin Hood, killing a, a Ramen homeless. Hood. Oh, oh! oh! <laughs> Robin <Write it down>. Hood! <laughs> oh man, write it down. Zorg. Zorg. Ramen Hood. Dude. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, dude. If he was just rolling around in like the ghettos or the poor parts of uh, Georgia, you know, and, like just yeah, giving away ramen noodles, like fuck yeah. Or maybe he went to some colleges and mm. probably sold them. Yeah, sold them. them
2: totally. I mean, you could sell those things if they go for 13 cents a pack. I would have bought one for a dollar a pack, no problem. Like you could make like it's like I, a t- ten. I mean, full you could profit. sell
1: them for 50 cents. You know, two for one. You're beating the grocery store, and you're yeah. you know, five time in your profit. He could be easily capitalized. As, and since okay, since his 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 ceiling was so low, literally
2: his overhead was zero because he stole the damn thing. Everything is turning a profit. Everything is a surplus. Nothing's a deficit because he'd have to buy this whole truck. So he's literally making so much bank. We should steal ramen trucks. They don't even <laughs> they don't
0: even know when like the Ramen th- According to this report, this says the theft occurred sometime between July twenty fifth
1: and Some, August first. Sometime sometime okay, between. So there are just trailer fulls of ramen just out there in our cities, just chilling? I don't know if yeah. that's, like, a cool thing, because, like, that is now, like, a mission on Grand Theft Auto, probably. <laughs> yes, but, like, steal the 53-foot trailer uh, yeah. truck full of ramen. Otherwise, how long is our fucking ramen sitting out there in random places? Well, yeah,
2: I remember, it's dried. You, you know, d- before we eat it. Uh, apparently, you can, like, last for, like, it's doomsday food. Like, all it yeah. needs is water to actually, like, become a different type yeah. of element. I don't know. Like It's, it's dormant. Food. It's dormant yeah. inside,
1: and you it's, just hit water.
2: It's and it, state goes from, a like, a seed. solid to, like, a semi-liquid. I don't know. It doesn't like a make chia sense. Chia seed. Like a chia seed. Chia patch. But chia. clearly,
0: Raman's so not worried. They're going to take the loss, the $98,000
2: loss, because That'll they know it.
0: that they're going to make it back.
2: Yeah. There's lots of college students yeah. in debt. Raise their. They need to eat. Raise their price by, you know, it's a 14 cents. And then they make all that Boom. profit back in a second. Yeah, in one day. Um, or just sell faster. Boom. No problem. Exactly. I mean. How did he know? Did it say ramen on the side?
0: He probably thought he was stealing something real good. Yeah, he's like, like, I got fifty-three yeah. feet. Stakes. The odds are high. The odds are three, high, baby. Yeah, that something good is in there, and I'm going to steal it. it could have been, yeah. a, a, a been, oh, been,
2: been a tiger. Could have been food.
1: could have been a tiger. Yeah, he been like been,
0: <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he,
2: <laughs> he steals like, the truck, sure. gets it where it needs to go, opens it up, and he's like, "Fuck!"
0: <laughs> <No!"> and then <laughs> then has to fight Mike Tyson. Like, God, <laughs> like, oh, dude, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it's like this <laughs> is the third time this week. Third time. Shit, dude. Everybody's stealing my damn tigers,
2: man. (laughs) (laughs) Steal my tigers. So I tell you that news uh, because
0: it's trending and we got to stay fresh. Um, Fresher than a pack of ramen noodles. We got to
1: stay. Fresh Prince of Podcasting. Oh, hey, guys. It's just one of your your high bros here. I just wanted to pass along a a 10% savings at futuremonsters.com. If you're into the Wolfman, if you're into Frankenstein, King Kong, Dracula... Uh, You can go to futuremonsters.com and you save yourself 10% on any of the high-quality threads. Uh, They got amazing designs on a quality fabric print. I'll I'll tell you right now, I got one last week. It feels really good on my body. Uh, If you want to save 10%, put some stuff in your shopping cart, enter into the coupon code. You want to enter in capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's capital H-Y-B-R-O. That's high, bro. Capital H-Y-B-R-O. Get yourself 10% off. Dude, I, it was fun as shit, dude, uh, meeting a bunch of people, though, in Orlando. I got to tell you, I, I had a lot of fun. I like being at the cons in general. It's just fun being at these conventions. But I don't know. I felt like we got uh, really cool responses from a lot of people at our booth, yeah. and even for our panel, man. People just came over and they were talking to us, giving us ideas, saying, oh, you guys should talk about this, should talk about that. Have you seen this movie? Have you seen that movie? Yeah, it, uh, it was like one of the best weekends ever. I it was think, like, amazing.
2: I think it was really uh, not like an ego boost, but it definitely like it helped yeah. our morale because it was like, oh wait, you guys do give a shit, and you've never heard of us before. Like they, don't, they, <laughs> they haven't been through us the whole entire and time. But they like, yeah. they almost like got a sense of like what we have done, and they were like 100 for it. And I was like, uh hell yeah, give me whatever they're smoking.
0: What's the whole purpose that we started this thing? <laughs> like it's an idea to create engagements and conversations with people Dude. about things that. Kind of matter but don't really and a lot of people came over and you could tell these people were like that, you know there were a handful when i was sitting over there where people walked up and they're just like hey what's your favorite conspiracy theory and i'm like what do you mean why are you, why are you saying it like that just say it <laughs> yeah like let's talk about it and like people are genuinely I, I think afraid of being judged yeah for wanting to talk about conspiracy theories when they're so much fun to talk about so much right fun. And to engage with a, a few, a handful of people who did seem a little shy about talking openly totally, totally. in public about conspiracy theories, and then instantly like having them have you know the, the look on their face change almost to a look of acceptance, like yeah, hey, it's cool, you get me, we get you, you get me, <laughs> let's talk about it. And that's the whole point of the podcast is if it let's takes about it fifty episodes or a hundred episodes or however 22 many two
1: episodes,
0: twenty two. We're gonna get people talking. We're gonna get people, you know, having conversations around the water cooler, talking to their parents. If if we have any teens listening to the podcast, talk to your parents. uh, Just ask them some questions. Where do aliens come from, Uh, Dad? Don't lie to me. Where do they come from, (laughs) Dad?
1: (laughs) I'm a grown up. I understand. I understand. I'm seeing through you right now, man. (laughs) Seeing through you. Well, that's like yeah, that's the way it works, dude. Okay, we've got. Our buddy John, who ran our booth this weekend, okay, we was talking to him a little bit. Shout out to John. Dude, shout out to John. Big ups, thanks for helping us out so much all weekend. But thanks, I got to report some info that he threw at us. I heard him say with my own two ears that he saw Shazam yeah, starring I saw it. Sinbad. Okay, I, you know, heard him say it too. I heard him say this. And uh-huh. it, I back it 100,000%. And I just wanted to throw it. We're chalking one up on the board for Shazam does in fact exist.
2: It wasn't probed. Taylor wasn't talking about it. It wasn't brought up. He was like, Yeah, I've seen Kazam. And we're like, yeah. What? Yeah. He and
1: I were uh-huh. obviously from the same timeline. We were in the same reality at some point. It's possible that our realities never diverged. Who knows? but there's a, there are people out there and he claims it so chalk one up for for it was, Shazam
2: it was weird the how many times people would come up and be like have you guys talked about Mandela effect and we're like yeah we had an episode on that have yeah, you Episode you about two. yeah we had an episode on that You talk about like like uh like crop circles yeah we had an episode 3 on that. <laughs> yeah like i, I don't think there was one maybe a couple of times people like brought up weird things like, that we haven't discussed but yeah. it was like
1: we've covered a lot of shit Yeah, it was like that skit from portland i was like uh we can pick that we can pickle that oh yeah we can we pickle, can pick that We could literally pickle anything. And by pickle, I mean podcast. And we have so
0: (laughs) many more topics to cover. Um, So many topics. In fact, Taylor's bringing us another hot topic
1: today. Hot topic? hot topic. This one is sponsored. No, hot topic, like <laughs> hot, hot pocket. Hot topic. What, what, what
0: is it? Uh, Box uh, lunch, formerly known as Hot Topic. Wait, uh, formerly known as that store that we went to in high school because people thought we were goths.
2: Hot Topic podcast in disguise.
0: The place that Johnny never went anywhere near because he was
1: afraid <laughs> that people would judge wait, him. Hot Topic, the yep. only place yeah. in the world to buy a Sublime shirt.
2: Yeah, or like Rick and Morty stuff. I definitely did go in those places. It was like this is like like an adult kind of like humor thing. It was like if I go in there I'm gonna get like some kind of disease or something. I do not uh, I don't think of that now, but what? I was like only like only like the people who were like bad to the bone go in those places.
1: But <laughs> I was a kid. Now I'm like hit These me <laughs> up. Look at that guy beat me spike spike up if I go in there. <laughs> He's got spike <laughs> bracelets and spiked hair dude my ass. mainly Hello Kitty backpacks in there, dude. i don't know yeah. if you've actually been in. That's <laughs> yeah, like Harry Potter. <laughs> mainly stuff. Hello Kitty.
2: Yeah. When <laughs> I was a kid I was kind of a prissy bitch, let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah, still I are we for those listeners, who were
1: not there. Uh wait. Oh, big news. Our last episode that we just posted was our live panel from Orlando. Not only did we post Johnny wearing a dress, so go check that shit out. <laughs> ah, fuck. It'll be up on our YouTube page where you can actually see us some live video, y'all. You can see us.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna dress. It's really awkward. It's great. There's a story, but we don't have time for it. We don't. We don't. Text me or send me a message. We're on, on Text us on our Instagram. <laughs> if you want to actually hear the whole story, I'll let you know. But it's, it, 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 there is a reason. No, just listen to the podcast because he talks about you know, it I'd in the episode. Barely, there's a whole story. No,
0: you guys just need the bare bones. Johnny semi informed you. The rest is.
2: So send us a message on Instagram. I'll let you know. No. Nah. All right, nah. do whatever you want. All right, Nick,
1: Taylor, whoever's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Which one of you guys is doing this thing? All right, guys. Here we go. Let's dive on in. Let's dive on in. All right. This is one of the first spells learned by any young witch or wizard. Oh and my to make god! make things fly with just the flick of a wand. When this Guardian Loviosa an... Huh?
2: When Guardian Yosa?
1: No. Pff, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so this charm is an excellent test of your magical skill, wand control, and above all, patience. Johnny, which you have none. You have no Patience. Of Patience? Which you layman's, yeah, you layman's pronounce it Patience. So, it was the first requirement in the 1996 Theory of Charms exam. Obviously, I'm talking about Wingardium Liviosa. Oh, Oh, I didn't get it.
2: You can't, you give me any sliver of information from Harry Potter, I'm going to just throw it in your face as fast as I can, because I can't wait for that shit, okay?
1: All right, all right, bud. Okay, well, then why don't you do this, Johnny? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can you tell us Uh-oh. every instance Uh-oh. in HP universe well, they did it? where Wingardium Liviosa Yeah, was used? So,
2: first movie was the most money used. When they were in that little midget's classroom, Hermione was pronouncing it correctly, and she raised how many things? Probably about Bro, 30 kids.
1: you're so far off.
2: <laughs> you're wrong. In the Harry Potter universe? You're yep, flat-out Way, flat out way wrong. back to, like... Did he you're just talking
1: c- 1996. That's, I'm just talking Harry Potter first. Just Harry Potter first. Yeah, we're talking. They were books first. But we'll go back.
2: We'll go back. To the to, to, to Fantastic Beast, we'll now go you're back into the 1991 because is what you're talking there's about. there's so many stories Fantastic of Fantastic Beasts came
1: after Harry Potter. Well, oh, No,
2: but in the actual timeline, it's coming before. I, it could go way back Yeah, the actual folklore. timeline was
1: 1991 when that I, happened with Hermione.
2: I'm saying I'm first doing my experience of what I saw, and that can go oh, way back. Oh, oh,
1: so as long as I ask you questions about the HP universe that you know about. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm doing it for older. Because <laughs> the order that it
2: came out Bank in fan. visual. Back then. Whatever, Okay. Fuck All right, okay. so you know what? I took a seat back. You know, I, I'm my number here. You guys. I'm gonna can take do that it. comment. I'm gonna
0: retract it. And I, I'm gonna put it in my back pocket. I know more
2: about Harry Potter than either you fools. So you just <laughs> fucking go and you think that I'm not gonna have comments. I have comments. You said the teacher's <laughs> name was the little I, I midget guy. I have to think guy. about his name. Uh, guy. He he was only in there for like.
0: Who was he played by? I don't know. Warwick Davis. Is that his name? Ooh, and I don't I didn't even know even that. See all the Harry Potter movies, and I even know that. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you're, I
2: think you're thinking about... <laughs> I don't think you're thinking about a difference. Look what you've done, Taylor. Ugh. Look what you've done. Willow. Mad Madigan. No, no. That's a different different teacher. That's no, not the same, same guy. Teacher. That's, no, it's Another not. Teacher? You, no, you're, no you're, it's totally different. The guy no, you're about, wrong. You you are wrong, sir. The teacher. With the hat and the long
1: hair? <laughs>
2: different oh, dude. Harry Potter hair. won. Clear this up, guys. Yeah, I know he does it. You're the wrong. The first,
1: first time it was used in, in uh, Harry Potter universe was in 1544. Uh, by Jareth Hobart. Okay, so now you know, Johnny. <laughs> now you know, he was the first one to use that spell, <laughs> and he cast it on himself before he jumped off the roof of a local church so and he was like, suspended ju- in midair for a brief moment <laughs> before falling and hurting himself. Severely. Trying to
2: kill himself, and he used an accident.
1: He was just hurt, but he did. He was. The, he was the father of, <laughs> of levitation spells as far as Harry Potter universe goes. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Um... Okay.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so since you, we just spent our beautiful weekend back in Orlando, and my mind is still obviously at the beach, today we're going to talk about a little place near Miami, where the beer flows like wine and the women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. What? I'm talking about a little place called Coral
2: Castle. I have
1: no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's well, Coral ah! Castle? So, Coral Castle is a series of structures uh, currently residing in Homestead, Florida, and it consists of a 22 ton obelisk, a nine ton revolving door made out of stone, and numerous multi ton statues of celestial bodies like Saturn, the moon, and Jupiter. How does that correlate to Harry Potter? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that bud. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'm just, get to that I'm just making sure. <laughs> so also on this site There was a living quarters A tool room <laughs> And many other creative carvings And statues that make up things like tables uh, Usable rocking chairs And a wishing pond Stargazing things Things that are aligned uh, with celestial You know the sky bodies Things like that So the existence of such a place Is not so much the mystery It's there You can go visit it um you can tour it to this day. Um but it is how this wonder was created that has people stumped. So this castle that really is it's called a castle but it seems more like a like a rock garden. <laughs> a rock garden? <laughs> like a what rock I... garden. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's like what a, all castles are rock gardens. Rock garden. Like, it's not a big fortress that you think of with, you know, 100-foot-high walls and turrets and shit like that. You
0: sound like a king in the medieval times. <laughs> <This> <laughs> hey, I know, I
1: know my castle pats Hey, this, you know? This it's castle Bob is more like a rock, of rock castles. garden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently is the person who built this is the Bob Vila of castles. Okay. So, this castle was built single-handedly over a 28-year period by one single frail five-foot... 100-pound Latvian immigrant named Edward Leedskalman. Fucking all by himself. No help. Only simple machines. Very simple shit. So, old Eddie was born in 1887 in Latvia and spent his early life working as a stonemason, and his father was a stone worker. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you say Freemason? <laughs> yeah, obviously, oh, Illuminati here. stonemason. Freemason. Yeah, stonemason. Stone, that's what freemasons
0: are. A
2: stone freemason.
0: Are. It's a stoned freemason. It's a freemason who smoked a lot of weed. Free
1: stone. <laughs> yeah. So freemasons are stonemasons. That's how they all began. They were stonemasons. Is that,
2: is that real? Is that, is that seriously?
1: That's a fact. Yeah, that's, yeah no. that's what freemasons are. That's why it's all the, you got the contractor in there and all the rulers and all that shit. Protractor or whatever. Neat. The sword and the stone. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Kind of, okay. So the story goes that <laughs> yeah. at age 26, he was to marry his 16-year-old Ooh. fiance.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And the day before the wedding, she bailed, stating that he was like too poor. <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> nice job, hon. <laughs> yeah, shitty. That's probably not the. I mean, too poor. I mean, they're fucking already engaged. Wouldn't you decide that uh, a little bit sooner? No, I think uh, in the
2: last moments you're like, you, let me really think about this. Uh, is this you know, what
1: I really want with my life?
2: Poor. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: out. Sixteen though in 2016. The fuck out! get the fuck out! So, dude flees to the U.S., ends up working as a logger in the Pacific Northwest for a little, a short period of time before relocating to South Florida to begin his life's work. So, most uh, most people agree that he had this difference with his, you know, fiance, and that's why he left. I only found one tiny little story that said that he was actually some kind of like an armed militant in an uprising. And uh, was, like, being hunted down by the czar's secret police, so he had to flee. But uh, it seems unlikely. The dude was five foot tall and 100 pounds. dude was probably not fighting anybody.
0: He probably told that story in a bar somewhere, and that's the one that got out. He's like, if I just tell this, it'll spread that I'm a badass. Yeah, Yeah, I killed a guy. (laughs) It's like, no shit?
1: (laughs) So, Leeds Galanin, seemingly with some advanced knowledge, zeroes in on an area in South Florida called Florida City. It is here that he finds a site suitable for the project of his. The site he chosen, that he chose had one obvious characteristic, and the entire site was basically bedrock made uh from the rock oolite. Okay. And oolite is a type of soft limestone formed by fossilized corals. Okay. Ah. Yeah, so he basically... When he arrived in Florida, he basically was like he just ran into this guy who happened to own a shit ton of land in South Florida, uh, befriended this guy, and this guy literally was just going to give him a plot of land. So Lee Scotland just kind of like looked around all over this guy's property, mostly fertile, nice Florida land, um, and then he chose this one spot that was like in everyone's mind the shittiest piece of land because yeah. it was nothing but bedrock. You know, you can't plant shit on here. But apparently that's what he wanted, just some fucking rock. He wants some bad rock. So he takes over the site, and within, within, like, a week, he's already quarrying, like, blocks, like, very big blocks, okay. and is stacking them. Right. And, you know, it's just kind of, like, remote areas in Florida, like, back in the day, so there's not, like, people around. and But people in the towns and stuff, they they are hearing about this. Oh, this guy's making these blocks. He's moving these blocks. So people start going and asking, him. they get, start seeing. They're like, what is this guy doing? He's stacking these blocks. People ask him, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, Damn. how are you doing this? They can't figure out how he's moving all these big-ass blocks because they look to be, uh, they're about like 10, 10 tons at this point. They're big as fuck. Okay. And the only tools he's using are wooden tripods, chains, and ropes. Wait, when, when was this time again? What, what year was this? Uh, this is in the early 1900s. Wow. Uh, yeah. As the teens I mean, it can't be any heavier than, like, the Egyptians building the pyramid, though. Well, exactly. That's what he said. And when people would come and ask him, they're like, dude, how are you doing this? What he would say... He said, Read He a would book. answer in these... <laughs> <laughs> no, he would say that he knows how the Egyptians built the pyramids. Oh, shit. And then he knows how they manipulate things, and that's how he's doing it. And he would answer in all these weird, mysterious ways. Like, he just... Only in rhymes. the ways of the world. Yeah. O- only in a riddle. Yeah. And he would just say, like, he understands... The relationships between pulleys, levers, mechanical advantages, and shit like that. Well,
2: and I, I know firsthand, you can take something that's a thousand pounds and reduce it to tenfold, like ten pounds, if you use the right amount of pulleys and, and leverage. Yeah, there's a core yeah, in your exactly. body
0: where what? I could tell you to push me over, but I can make myself in a rock formation, sort of like Kirby in Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> <laughs> and you and can't, can't push me over. I'd no no like what. to see, like yeah, to see you try. There, no, I'm there was uh there was a. Uh, a news thing of yeah. uh, these guys who do it because uh, the guys who like attach the cars to them they can basically take that piece of their core and pull you know 100 ton trucks with their bodies but how they learn is they actually lock position and create a sort of like inability to push them over and there was a, a girl a female reporter who was, who was covering it as, like, a news story, and they taught her how to do it. And this massive jack dude tried to, like, forcefully push tried, her down. quote unquote. And she wasn't moving. Yeah. Like, complete rock formation. Sounds and there's, like, like science phooey. behind it. It's a core. It's a core thing.
2: Sounds like
1: I, I can see it. I mean, I've seen those things where it's know. just, like, a bar gag where, like, what is it? Like, you hold your arms out sideways yeah, yeah, yeah. and you try it, and push them down or yeah. whatever. And one of them will go one of them. I used to have this bracelet
2: thing that was like made out of some volcanic core, like it has like volcanic rock in it, and it like helps your pH or some kind of like magnetic field in you and it helps your balance. Man, it was like
1: it was cool, but I don't believe in that shit. Like I believe in it. It sounds like it sounds like they faked it for sure. It's big money. Like, dude, those copper lined socks, copper bracelets. Dude, every golfer out there on the tour is wearing something with copper in it or whatever, magnets in it. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, you know, in their pressure points are on their wrists the wrist, the pressure shit. point
0: on the wrist with the uh, the motion
2: sickness. Yeah, that shit yeah. works. That, that shit's real. That's yeah. different. That I think changing a sickness in you, or like like I said earlier, a pH level, or something that was like in your body physically, is way different than like you becoming a superhuman or changing your mass. You can't you you can't change I your mass. Change
1: my mass like twice a day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was sometimes funny. three times. <laughs> that's yeah. impressive.
0: I, I believe that I fully believe that you can train yourself well, to learn the ability. So, with this guy learning the relationships between the tools that he's working with, I think he can retrain himself and condition himself to utilize his strength.
2: And that's, I think that's how they right. built the pyramids. Nick, I will do you well, one better. If you can learn how to do this, I will pay you $100. Done. If I
1: can't. Perfect.
2: All right, Tim, <laughs> move on. Uh, give me, dude, give like, me two weeks.
1: There are many, many YouTube videos out there that will. You know, it's typically videos where old engineers, old dudes, like old dudes, they're like uh, trying to explain this is how the Egyptians possibly move these big blocks. Okay. And they'll fucking show you that they will move a multi-ton block all by themselves using... Pullies. Uh, Small pebbles. Not even pulleys, dude. What? Small pebbles and levers. It is wow. crazy, dude. You're talking about like you put, you put it's like the Indian thing, where you put like logs underneath a heavy object and roll it. Similar, but this would be using, yeah, I mean, that's one method, yeah. Uh, but another method that I find really cool is where they're pivoting things on tiny stones. And like they, You obviously have to start with leverage at some point, so you have to get under it at some point. And yeah. that's one of the weird things with any of these mega structures is, you know, there's a point where you could get leverage. But how do you get to that point, you know? Also, that's really like a weird thing. You were saying earlier that people came by and were like, How are you doing
2: this? And he was like giving them weird, you know, answers and, and saying, I knew how the Egyptians did it. Well,
1: no, why they don't they just stop and watch him? Right? Yeah, why don't they stop and watch? Right. That's another weird thing about this motherfucker, dude. Uh, th- people describe him, people tried spying on him, they tried showing up and looking. People say that it's almost like he knew when he was being watched and he would just completely stop working and just kind of fuck mm, around. A sixth and sense. And fart around. A-, a sixth sense, if you will. So, yeah, I don't know. just weird that... I don't know. It, there are people out there who move build Like, there's this guy on YouTube. He'll show you... He can move a whole barn all by himself. Just one That's going to be me in two weeks. ...where he's pivoting shit. Fish. There's if different you... ways to raise... Like, <laughs> you can watch these videos of, like, a college <laughs> professor showing his college in engineering class how to raise an obelisk. And they're just the ways that you would think of. About, you know, digging holes and removing sand. Like, very logical, easy shit to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, that's not what this guy was doing. He wasn't there, using sand to displace shit. He wasn't digging holes. He was using guardium Leviosa. guardium Leviosa. Leviosa. guardium Leviosa. 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 No, but you, you can friends? actually go to this place. So my mom it, like went to this place many times. She lived in Miami when she was a kid, and this place is close to Miami. You're Miami or Miami? <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Will Smith's Miami, dog. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, there, that... That nine-ton gate that I talked about is a giant... It's all one rock, right? Yeah. And it's carved in such a way where the center of it is taller on the top and bottom, right? So it's kind of situated in the center. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was later found out in, like, the 80s that there's actually an axle that runs through it and, like, a bearing in there that, like is what it rotates on so it wasn't like perfectly balanced all by itself as a rock Yeah, but it was perfectly balanced to where a child could push this nine ton door it's crazy what oh yeah my mom did it I mean like you could do it Your like a- that long ago like li- they let little kids do that shit it's fucking crazy yeah so today obviously you die <laughs> you know kids get killed in those situations for some reason in the 50s they didn't get killed doing these things oh
2: dude kids back then were <laughs> so sort of more resilient
1: kids today didn't did, even like yeah. take a punch yeah, I, I yeah. stumbled across videos of Coral Castle where one of these cool carvings, you know, I said they, he carved rocking chairs and shit like that. One of them looked like a rocking carriage. And there's a video of this kid just fucking rocking his ass off on this thing on some <laughs> stairs. We're like, dude, today, dude, someone would get sued for that. It's like, like totally. he's about to topple over some stairs with this no, like were very heavy rock, like badass. just crushing him, Yeah, you know? It's crazy. I, that, I think, was so important back then
2: it was that, like, those instances were, like, almost, uh, not Darwinism. It was more like um, Survival
1: of the Fittest. <laughs> survival of the Fittest. But and it's those like, kids probably learned things the, a little bit differently. There, in, there's a phrase, though. It, it's like, it's like, like um killer be killed. It's like that idea <laughs> where it's,
2: like, only only the strongest survive, right? It's, <laughs> like, yeah. o- only the— You know what it's, I'm talking about? Saying, It's Cobra are, Kai <laughs> philosophy. Are you see
0: Cobra Kai? Are you saying no the mercy. Coral Castle was, like, a— yeah
1: uh, Death ability, Trap like, little kids. A I mean, death yeah. Trap a
0: natural selection device. <laughs> natural selection is right? what it is.
1: Dude, not only that, there's this weird place in here that um was described as a corner for bad kids to go for his children. Mm. So this he made this place. When people also asked him why he made this thing, he said that he made it he was making it for a sweet sixteen and she'll be here with the kids one day. So and it's like a a cryptic answer, obviously, but I guess people will, you know, like obviously his 16 year old fiance that yeah, dumped his ass. ex fiance. You know? Yeah. So he's like, as somewhat delusional, I guess, thinking, oh, yeah, I just moved across the country. You haven't seen her. No, I moved countries. I moved across the world. And I've been across the country several times. <laughs> this bitch ain't coming. She doesn't know where you're at. This and lady in the And once she sees this huge structure, world.
2: she's going to be like, oh, I can't. I got to take you back.
1: Yeah. Oh, this extravagant castle. Yeah, so there are things that, like, it's made to be their house. It's made to be their place. So there are things for kids there. There are things that are playful, and it's like that. But it's, the whole time he's building it, he's, you know, it's open for tours. He brings people in, and he gives people tours. And I guess that's how he made his living. Okay. So like I say, my mom went there as a little kid. She toured it several times. She pushed that fucking door open. Nuts. But, so you can go there today and actually, you know, examine this shit yourself and that you can go into his tool room and you can look at all the tools that he had. You can look so, at
2: everything he had there. What what you're saying is that I could be part of the Harry Potter universe if I move
1: these doors. I am a wizard. Well, dude, there are just crazy theories on how this motherfucker be moving this shit, dude. Obviously, he was using the wooden tripods. There are videos of him. There's actual Universal Studios video that shows him basically, you know, hoisting up some of these big blocks via these uh, these chained hoists on the tripods, hoist. but what's yeah like a chain like a hoist yeah like a multi, a multi pull multi pulleys multiple pulleys and gear systems that are making this mechanical advantage like insane like you're pulling one chain and from what I understand with these certain pulleys like like each chain that you add is like doubling your capacity yeah so I don't know you can see in his pictures there's a lot of chains involved <laughs> and so he's obviously using them to lift a fuck ton of weight. But you can look at all the tools that are there, okay. which consisted of the tripods. The hoists were claimed to be 10-ton chain hoists. So each hoist that he used would be able to lift 10 tons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the average block, he was lifting blocks about 15 tons, and the biggest one was uh, like around 30 tons. And the obelisk was 22 tons. So if he was lifting these with the hoists, he would have had to use at least three hoists. Like multiple hoists. Multiple hoists. And I don't know how they rate, like, a, a hoist's uh, capacity. Like, is that before it snaps, or is that, what like, it, it can hold this shit at rest, or can it move it this much, you know? Yeah,
2: that's a weird, you know, measurement. I don't know how they would—I mean, I, I could call up multiple mul- people who would know this, right. them or my, my family, but there's got to be a way they can, you know, measure the actual pulling capability, strength, and stress on a object right. before it either snaps, becomes— aged or
1: breaks. Yeah, obviously they know that stuff, and that's how it's rated. So I I wish I did the research on that, but who knows if you know? does a 10-ton chain hoist, does that give you the ability to lift something that's actually 10 tons up to a space like 20 feet high, 30 feet high? I mean, these things are big, and they're way up there, and they're stacked in such a way that they're pretty high up there. But Hmm. in his tool room, uh, you look through all the things he's got, Some of the things, he has this wall that's like a pegboard wall that has some, you know, shit on it that's just hung up there. Okay. Lots of homemade electric resistors, tuners, and a mysterious flywheel. Now, this flywheel consists of 24 magnets embedded in cement in, like, a circular kind of thing. Yeah. And when cranked, it would produce enough energy to, like, keep itself spinning and potentially, people think, um, charge these Banks of batteries that must have existed. There's some, but like, they're unseen. They've never been seen.
2: It's spinning, or it's it's you know movement is creating energy, and that energy is sustaining this to work. Yeah,
1: it's, it's basically the same type of motor. Some people explain it to be the same type of motor that's in any kind of hand crankable mm-hmm. uh, flashlight, radio. You know what I mean? Output like device. camping thing where you just crank something and it's got yeah, power yeah. for a little while. Yeah, so essentially that, and people just assume that there must have been banks of batteries that it's charging. Yeah. And that these, it's got a system of wires that goes out to the, so you're to the compound. St- you're
2: here. telling me that he's out there cranking this thing, trying to charge these huge batteries all day, it like cranking away.
1: Yeah, I guess some people have explained it away where he could like jump start it with his car, get it kicked started, you know, and oh, it'll okay. go. Yeah, 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 And it's yeah. producing yeah. its own power and it's autonomous from that point.
0: But he could afford a car. Uh, yeah,
1: I apparently thought he was, didn't have enough money. Oh, dude, the money thing is so fucking weird because apparently he died with money. And every story I've, I've ever read. About this guy was like he was rich as fuck. So maybe she I don't know richer. how. Yeah, maybe maybe we're talking about aristocratic rich, you know? That well, wait, didn't he, he, he to be say? The boss.
2: Didn't he validate it and say that he left? But she, because she said that, or he's someone said that she <laughs> left <laughs> he, him. He, she, but,
1: yeah, yeah, she bailed the day
2: before the wedding. But wait, didn't he validate it somehow other way and was like, "Hey, I am a badass because I."
1: I think it
0: might be aspirations as well. Like uh, it, that was the turning point for time and technology. I mean, that's when. Around that time, like film cameras, photography, uh, there were advancements in automobiles, boats, like planes, everything. Like everything was on the brink of change, you know, becoming w- what they know as modern. So maybe it was that his aspirations were not those of immediate wealth than others in that time period that maybe she saw as an opportunity. That he, you know, he didn't he really have aspirations. But why, why did he want to build this coral castle? What was, what was really behind the fact? Like, was he trying right. to prove something to someone or himself?
1: Absolutely, to me, um, to me, it just seems like a display of I figured out how to do this, and this is an obvious display of power. You know, like it's knowledge is power. You know, this is all obvious display of knowledge. You know, so she should want me. All these, they should want me. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and that's like, and that's a you know
0: exactly where I like my headspace is at. Is that everyone was advancing in architecture and automobiles and and all and he's the specific like, things. I'm going to figure
2: out Egyptian rule. I'm he, he's do like I'm going to do a it thing and the show you, world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't need modern. I don't need the modernization of technology to actually build on my own. Where people are building these structures with mass amounts of people. Uh, hiring jobs to take on these mass
2: uh, projects. Piece,
0: uh, projects, and yet he's sitting here going, I don't need you. I can do it myself. But the architecture he's working with is stuff that people don't give a shit about. It's it's super rad now, and the fact that he's able to do it on his own is really impressive, but there's nothing he's providing. It's like, cool, you can stack some rocks on each other and make them look a certain way. Dope. Uh, right, but can yeah. you run lights through a building that
2: don't impress me?
0: <laughs> how tall? How tall of a building can you actually build? Because right now it just looks like you have a a moon like
1: rock. Yeah, that's right. You got somehow place it, it did have a two story tower that the tool room was in and his living quarters was in. They were they were contained in a two story tower. It but did visually, look cool as shit. Visually, looks, this thing looks bowling out of control. I would live there in a heartbeat. It looks dope, but it looks just like a castle and that's not... It looks like a roadside attraction,
0: yeah. Yeah, people want, at that time, at the turning point uh, of how things were, they were trying to get away from past architecture and what he was building was a thing of the past even though how he was building it was a thing of the future.
1: Right, yeah, we're talking about 50s and 60s, dog. Everything is supposed to look futuristic and, you know, the things he's building the Stone Age type stuff. So, yeah, I bet there is, like, not as much awe for, like, the passerby until they hear the story, you know, of, like, how... Just just one little fucking dude doing this shit. What? Crazy. Right. But it's, what's crazy is that there are a lot of different schools of thought on what was going on there. You can watch videos on, you know, people who are electrical engineers, apparently. You know, they obviously know what they're talking about in comparison to what I know about electrical engineering. You know, they named a lot of parts. Uh, but you can watch videos where guys will take this flywheel, and they'll be like, it, the flywheel has to be this, it, and it, has, it had to have had these other parts connected. And if that's the case, then this makes sense. And a lot of them just explain it away as being a one single power source that he could recharge his power banks. It would power the floodlights. Uh, one of the things is that he worked at night, mainly. Uh, some uh. people think that that's just because it was in Florida, because it was fucking hot. Yeah, well, you he know? didn't want to have
2: sex in the daytime and get yeah. whatever that... Exactly. exact meat stroke.
1: Yeah, so it's either he it was just hot, or he, it's easier to be hidden, you know, either to keep it secret. Um and it is a fact that there is a metal door on this structure somewhere, somewhere near the near the entrance of this door. And it's a metal door, and it has this, like, 12-pointed sun on it, and it has, like, some other cryptic little things on it. And it's later been figured out that that door is actually what was used as the saw blade that he quarried these rocks with. What? Yeah. Wow. And he would make... Uh, it's. People are theorizing, the people that are just saying, ah, this this wheel is strictly for power. They're saying that it it powered multi-things, like his lights, recharging the batteries, little solenoids that he can bust little tiny rocks off, like little jackhammers. And then it also powered his reciprocating saw, which would quarry these blocks for him. So he's not sitting half there to do it. So he's going
0: against the grain of society, basically, being like, I can create my own power, my own lighting, my own everything. He can do it all himself,
1: all from this wheel, and it's all rechargeable. And it's oh, all man. generating its own electricity. The only thing he needs is the battery. The ori- I guess he needs an original source of power, okay. which would be his car battery.
2: I wanted to ask this, Taylor, but I felt stupid. You're saying this was infinite energy. What's it, what's the word called? Uh, it's not, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. But
1: this, yeah. You're telling me it's not? It's not because he needs that original power source, which is his car battery. Okay. But once he kickstarts it, it's like your car having an alternator.
2: Alternator. No,
1: ulti- yeah. like alternator. Well, yeah, it's like your car. It uses the battery charge to start it, and then the alternator like charges it up and like keeps it going. Okay. I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. Once, so similar to that, yeah. it needs an original jolt, but once it gets going, it produces its, it's own energy. Yeah, and it produces well, what, way more than was ever put into it, right? And then, but once it's powering that all these things, residual runs out. You have to you know reset the battery. Well, he could pretty much that system once it's going, I guess, is going. You're saying it doesn't? I don't know. Die? I don't know. That's not. That's apparently not part of this concern. Mm. It must not be one of those, like, it's not a perpetual motion, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's it's obviously not, or it would have been some kind of fucking crazy breakthrough like that. Yeah. You know, so some the reciprocating saw is real, and just keep in mind, this is limestone. It's very soft. It literally doesn't need a blade on this thing. It's just a sheet of metal that's just constantly grinding against it, and it cuts it. Why so, at night,
0: though? Like that's.
1: I'm... Well, yeah, I guess the two arguments is like, well, maybe it's hot. Yeah, sure. That's a skeptic argument. The other one is like, yeah, it's a little bit more secret. And this is in the 50s and 60s, so, you know, it's not like well lit by a city. You know what I mean? It's, you know, a little bit more private just by the fact that it's at night.
2: But then again, it'd be harder to know if somebody was watching you if it was at night. Like, there'd be, like, that's easier too, huh? for us to find... Or any kid to find.
0: Unless, he, I mean, he didn't care what people were thinking. It's just like that. That's the detail that stands out to me the most. I think is like Night's he was night. doing it at night. A lot of it represented the planets. Right. So yeah. a lot of the, the, a lot of the architecture. Type stuff. A lot of constellation type stuff. So it's doing that weird. at night m- makes sense there. But what was the purpose? Like, what is he? Is there
1: something bigger? play here yeah does it need to be night to to use whatever process he's using like is that an integral part of it i don't know right if it's like some form of uh, moon energy
0: or something yeah, you yeah know? some lunar
1: energy no, yeah he does have power. a lot of cool celestial things like any of these monolithic things it's like they're lined up to pretty cool constellations like he has what he calls a telescope that has two holes from like two rocks that are on distances from each other one of them has, like, these crosshairs, and if you're looking, if you, like, place the star Polaris somewhere in relation to these crosshairs, you can judge somehow the Earth's, like, rotation around the sun or something. And he has that marked out on a big uh, table or something. It looks cool as shit. So he's, like, able to, like, do some do some cool tracking and stuff. He's got, like, a sundial and shit that works, you know, that looks cool or whatever. But one of the weird things about this is I can't remember the exact year, But it was somewhere like halfway through the process of building this shit, right? That for whatever reason, and there are a couple of different theories on why he did this. One stupid story that I saw is that he got jumped and beat up like in the Coral Castle. So he decides that he's going to move this whole fucking thing. Either way, no matter what the thing is, why he did it, he fucking packed up the whole goddamn place and he moved it.
0: Hmm, What?
1: Yeah, I think the year was 1928. I'd have to double check on that. So he moved the entire site from Florida City to Homestead, Florida, where it sits today. And many have pointed out that he may have moved based on a surveying error that he had previously made. So throughout history, man has created some massive structures. You guys named some of them. You know the like all these monolithic structured, mm-hmm. like uh, Machu Picchu, Stonehenge, uh, Stonehenge, yeah, Giza. They're all on these ley lines. Or these un, un, unseen grids or forces that sink or harmonize at certain intervals around the yeah, globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you guys have heard of ley lines, right? Yeah.
2: It's like it sure has I something have.
1: to do with the gravitational, the gravitational pull of the earth, the magnetism of the earth, blah, 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 blah. But there are people who are out there that really believe in uh, it's like called the world grid theory or something like that, where there are all these different types of forces that interact, and where they interact forms these ley lines. And then where these ley lines intersect is like amplified kind of characteristics of whatever that, you know, ley line is. Huh. Just so fucking happens that the place that he moved is closer to this ley line. He was just kind of like not on the ley line when he was in Florida City.
2: How do you know when you're allowed on a ley line? Is there a way you can measure
1: that? There's apparently a way you can measure it, but yeah, I mean, people know. I mean, you can, it's mapped out on actual maps with what people think they are. This guy knows yeah. a lot about.
2: Sounds like a future constellations. Like a he knows traveler.
0: a
1: lot about ley lines. Like, what did he do for a living? Like, th- he knows. Yeah, it's weird. A, well, a he was lot a stone about a lot. mason in the early days back in Latvia. Possible that? I don't know. I mean, stone mason masonry goes far back. That's what branched into Freemasons.
0: Because How does he know they about figure this kind of so stuff many, out? I don't like, know. He knows about so much stuff with planets and ley lines and gravitational pull. Like. Yeah, that was that was tough to like. Science was not something that was
2: that easily openly
1: discussed, right? The uh, in the books early nineteen hundreds, probably not easy to get back then. No, but so one thing like, that's in what? the favor of the you know the skeptics who are like, yeah, he just knows mechanical advantage. Was you know the first few years he was in the U.S., he was a logger in the Pacific Northwest and talking about like sequoia. Like this is in the early days where they were cutting those motherfuckers down, dude. They okay. were cutting those trees down. You know, like as crazy as that is, like if you've ever been to one of those forests, you know forest that it is ridiculous. Huh? It's a queer national forest. Uh, yeah, in California. like redwoods, like a redwood sequoia tree. Yeah, huge. If you've ever seen one of those things, you know that it's different, man. And like, you're not supposed to cut that shit down. No. You're not supposed to cut it down. Whatever is going on over there is unique and you don't fuck with it. But people were fucking with them. They were cutting them down. So I'm sure in the process of his logging days, he got real uh, involved in moving real big objects oh, don't in really. a sensible way, using ropes, pulleys, levers, and leverage, you know? So yeah. that kind of makes sense, that he could gain some knowledge hoisting around these giant timbers, you know.
2: It,
1: it, it, could, so wait, it obviously could translate. What you know, you're telling me is that he the is
2: the reason why Oak Island has so
1: many timber levels? <laughs> right, yeah, dude. <laughs> it makes. So sense this now. is far after Oak Island, but yeah, I well,
2: will say his ancestors. Still,
1: his ancestors knew what the fuck was up. Yeah, but, dude. Okay, so one of the weird stories about when he relocated this whole fucking thing, and this is this is like one of the clinchers. That's like, what? What? Explain that shit to me. When he goes to move this thing, right? Yeah. He has to move the entire structure, block by block.
2: Wait, 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 wait. When he moves, over he to has to move everything.
1: Yeah, he's moving this oh, entire site. I, I thought you were
2: just saying that he was just moving his like his setup, not the rocks. He's moving all oh, of it.
1: Oh yeah. You think he's just like uh, I'm just gonna go live somewhere else. Yeah. yeah he is gonna live somewhere else and he's taking this entire structure with him. Yeah, it sounds, so it wasn't rooted know. down. Nah, I mean these are just blocks stacked on top of each other. That's it. He's like, and it's in a bedrocky area, so it's sitting on bedrock, you know. This is his centerpiece, and he's like,
2: I want to bring this is that coming pressure. With me. To my next place. Okay. Yeah, so wow. if you're
1: on the ley line theory and you're thinking, okay, he's just trying to get closer to the ley line or yeah, more yeah. on the ley line junction, which, you know, fun fact, is the west corner of the Bermuda Triangle, uh, yeah. Luminati confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he has to move it block by block. Hires yeah. a trucking company, right? Mm-hmm. The way they do this is the trucking well, company he... drops off the truck. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Like, how does he like, he calls up like U-Haul and he's like, hey.
2: I got some stuff you need to move. I got furniture. I yeah. got my books. I got my flywheel. I also got about 50,000 tons I need to move. <laughs>
1: 50,000 tons. Oh, dude, fun fact. Let me find out how many fucking tons it was, dude. It was 1,100 tons total that this guy moved. Damn. Total, yeah. That's 3 these million trucks pounds. Are holding that. Yeah. Uh, obviously not in one truck load. Many, many truck loads. <laughs> <laughs> Wide load. So, heavy load. <laughs> yeah. He calls up two, two men in a truck, right? And they show yeah. up at night. They drop the truck off, and they leave. And then they come pick the truck up the next morning, and it's fully loaded with blocks, right? Okay. Drive it to the new location. They park it there at night. They come back the next morning. Truck's unloaded. No questions asked? No questions asked. And they're thinking, damn, this guy's good, man. They don't ever see anybody working. There's no employees. Um, They know the rumors of this guy, and they're like, hey, he just knows how to use his pulleys and tripods. Man, this guy's crazy. So one night, dudes drop off the truck, and they forget something at the site, like in the truck. So they have to come back and pick it up. They come back in less than 30 minutes. And the truck is like half full of stones already. Whoa, only 30 minutes? Yeah. So these guys were giving him credit. Yeah, maybe he can do this and he's just like a Houdini and he's doing this overnight. But like in 30 minutes, dude, what is this guy doing? There's no way. Like I watched a video on YouTube on how to construct these tripods. And to construct a tripod that's that tall, like, you know, to move something, you know, 15 feet in the air the tripod has to be something 20 something feet yeah yeah, yeah. you basically start with small tripods you start you know like a very small tripod you get it lifted with these little pulleys then you use that to lift a bigger tripod do the same thing and use that to lift a bigger tripod so it's like a process you know what i mean it's not just oh set these three things up and we're good to go it's a very long process and keep in mind you're not just lifting something up vertically you're moving it horizontally, horizontally yeah, and you're placing oh, it carefully. Man.
2: Yeah, th- that's a bigger part of it because you're moving in you are not moving it into 2D space, moving it in a 3D space, which is like—I yeah, don't, don't know the—I don't the, know the the mechanical engineering behind it, but like that causes for so much more math
1: and so much more you know precise engineering. And how, yeah, like you literally would be switching, swinging from tripod to tripod at that point, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's the only way I've been able to picture it. So did that's what's it, fucking crazy. Did this happen at night? Yeah, all this is at night. So they would show up in the morning, it's loaded, show up in the morning, it's empty. You know what I mean? And they're just like, Uh, gosh. Yeah, so this event uh, happened at night. They came back at night, like 30 minutes after they dropped the truck off. And it's like halfway loaded. They're like, what the hell's going on? So that's like one of these legends, you know, that's permeated. And that has led people to really look at this in a different way. And other people explain that his power producing device, this flywheel, which some like to explain is something very simple. Others explain that it might be used in combination with his homemade tuners and resistors to somehow find, like, the resonant frequency of a block after it's cut. And then once that frequency is found, you know, per that block, he would use whatever is... Oh, my goodness gracious. I left out a really big detail, dudes. (laughs) Did I tell you guys that on all these tripods... On top of these tripods, there is a mysterious box. And in this box, no one knows what the fuck's in this box, but the debunkers say that that must be where there were batteries. And that that's what went from, you know, a wire would come from the flywheel to that, to this battery, and that's just powering a light, like, Uh, on the top uh, of his winch or whatever. That doesn't justify crazy. the weight
0: of these objects and how quickly they can move mm, yeah. in the early 1900s. That literally, yeah, it
1: literally makes no difference in the weight yeah. of this object. That is just trying to explain what that box is. Huh. Yeah. But what these people, these other people believe, these resonant frequency believers say, is that up in that box there is some other device that is we don't know what it was because those boxes are gone. You don't know what was in there, and okay. it's somehow like you can see in pictures that there's electrical line that goes down from that box to the ground and it kind of you can't tell where it terminates it just maybe it's rolled up in the ground blah 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 blah, blah. some people think that it's possible that he used whatever wire this was would wrap it around a block he would basically use the tripods to gain a small amount of leverage on the block right lift it up enough to wrap the block kind of like you would wrap a like guitar pickup or any other electromagnet okay and that in some way, using whatever type of power this flywheel would generate, in combination with some kind of a frequency generator maybe in the box, he would manipulate the block's resonance to change the effect of the Earth's grav- gravity on that block. I.e., he make that bitch float.
2: What? That's really fascinating. So he's harnessing the energy of this. I'm trying to make this make sense. And he's kind of like... Lessening the gravitational pull of the Earth because he's influencing its gravitational, which pull? which makes sense. He could right. do it at night. Why? With
0: the moon gravitational effects? Yeah, with the moon. I guess there don't are tidal things going
1: on. Maybe that had. Maybe that does have something to very do. Very small. You know? you know. You know when they see the tide coming? Be another in? variable.
2: It's actually the Earth moving towards the tide, like it's the, the, the actual movement of. is very very small. People are like, oh, I I feel different, triggering a werewolf. Like the, the moon <laughs> changing me. It is so minuscule. I. I would, I would say I would believe that it's more to do with the Earth than the Moon. I
1: don't know. Well, think about the, it, like the, the Sun and the Moon change so many things, and everything reacts to them. You know. Well, there's that what whole is...
0: the, the whole thing when there's like a full moon or something, and you take a broom, and you what? face it directly at the Moon. The broom can stand up on its own, <laughs> what? And, I, and I've done it. No, you have What? I swear, <laughs> I have pictures somewhere on my social medias where you, if there, when there is a full moon, because of, the, mag- kind of the magnetism of the Earth, you take a broom and you stand it. Directly underneath where the moon is in relation to the sky and where you're standing, the yeah. broom will stand up on its own, pointed facing up. <laughs> it
2: has to. That be sounds crazy. 100 about you.
0: Yeah, the moon has to be above you. Everywhere else, you, if you just like, oh, I'm gonna put it up, it, 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 it'll fall.
1: I, I don't, swear. Don't.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna find I'll, a picture. I'm not buying that shit. Well, I'm just I mean, you guys
1: me. have for sure heard of acoustic levitation, right?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, when you, with a different audio wave, you can make something float.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's being done on a daily basis. That's out there. That's being done. Um, yeah, and but, you can potentially drive something via acoustics if you have a grid yeah. that you're able to manipulate different points on this grid. You know, you could move something yeah, through I it.
2: I guess that sound frequency, if you had enough of that, if you had a, a big enough sound frequency, you could probably harness something that is heavier than something like a small, you know.
1: Yeah, that's together. one of the things with the acoustic thing is not only would be, people be hearing this, but they would probably be like very obtrusive noises, like well, crazy noises, you know what I mean? It could, it could be but
2: high-, high frequency you wouldn't hear it.
1: Could be something that you don't hear. Yeah, something ultrasonic that is like you don't hear it at all. You don't perceive it. Dogs see it, hear it or whatever. But one of the cool things that neighbors have claimed is that he used to sing to his rocks. He used to sing to these stones. Whoa. That was something that they said, yeah. So maybe, Hello, Rocky, you know, over here. these homemade tuners I talked about that he has hung up, it's possible that he takes these tuners and he's, you know, maybe singing, you know, a pitch or whatever. So he, just like a guitarist or a singer would, they'd sing this pitch or use a tuning fork to find the pitch. And then they try and tune whatever they're tuning to that pitch. So it's possible that he's trying to find a tone and maybe remember it, or maybe the people are hearing his tuners. You know, making noise somewhat like a wine glass would. You know, when you ring, you know, go around the top of a wine glass, it resonates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could think of it being like that. That's just, that's the tuner, and either you find the pitch of the glass that way. It could that could be what these people are hearing when they he, think that he's singing. Yeah, they're actually hearing his tuners being tuned to different frequencies. Each trying its own sound. To try, yeah, to try and locate what is that frequency that's re- that this block is reacting to. And some but, people think that the oolite um, plays a part in that, that. It's possible that the fossilized, fo- like the the fossilized corals and the oolite, might make certain resonances more uh, achievable, or the resonances uh, that they require are more achievable, or something.
2: Yeah, I'm sure different rocks have. I mean, anything with different like every ha-
1: everything has its own resonant frequency. Yeah, it, that's it, it, why the brown note theoretically has to exist. Yeah, like
2: every uh, on certain, <laughs> this is a true true fact. On I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure it doesn't, but on, on no, certain, no, it
1: does, and I'll explain to you.
2: Okay, on certain different mm-hmm. like stools, I have this up all the time in theater class. Um, when I talk, my normal speaking voice almost always vibrates the see I'm on or anyone near me. It was a, a common causality when yeah. I was it keeps people up. awake. Yeah, like zzz, zzz. When Johnny's talking. Is your phone going off? No, it's not right. Like, <laughs> no, it's my
0: voice. <laughs> my so voice, I, I believe voice, it, yeah, you can resonate
2: anything with certain frequencies. So you're saying that because he's not singing to the rock, but once he finds the frequency per rock, he can ch- change its uh, mass or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, also, it's
1: possible that yeah, he's just augmenting it just enough to where it could be moved. You know, I,
0: I just showed Johnny yeah, the he photo of the broom. But uh, that
2: broom has a, a flat side, dude. Also, the picture you showed me the moon is, like, a degree or, like, four off the axis. That's the
1: angle of the photo. I've never seen a a broom Mm. with uh, flat bristles. Well, I guess I have, but I guess your classic witch's broom is pretty flat, even bristled.
2: I I need to do this experiment myself and figure out— I'll put it
0: on social media when when we air this episode. It'll be on. It'll be on. Uh, And you'll see it. This is legit. (laughs) I believe it. I believe in earth magnetism and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I saw it. I did it. Yeah. Like, I've seen it, so I believe that maybe that is influencing these rocks and the way they're shaped. I mean, we
1: know that acoustics fuck with shit. I mean, everyone's heard about that Tesla box that, like, he tested one time, and he had to destroy it because it would destroy the whole Earth if he fucking even turned it up just a degree higher. What? Yeah, like, we'll talk about a whole Tesla episode one day, but just briefly, yeah. He he made this box when he was in his New York apartment, and it was basically called the earthquake device. And what it would do was find frequencies of certain uh, substances, metals, and he could just turn this thing on and it would destroy shit. And uh, he turned it on. The one time he tested it out, he was in this New York building and it almost caused an earthquake and brought the building down. Wasn't there
0: years around that time? Wasn't there a frequency that actually could cause a metal ball to
1: levitate in like a, a contained space? This there, metal. Yeah, there are. Yeah, I mean, objects, you can e- levitate objects acoustically, but from what I understand, um, yeah, the Nick's, weight is very small. Taylor's been talking about this for like 30 minutes. Where the fuck have you been? Huh? <laughs> no. I
2: said, Taylor's been talking about this for like 30 minutes. Where the fuck have you been? No, the, I'm
1: here. I'm just providing you with
0: details. We,
2: okay, so I, I guarantee there's some kind of like Note you could provide in a concert or anything that would cause an earthquake. And how fucking metal would that be? Like the oh, move yeah, a song, you get to the bridge. Book. You, you, yeah, exactly. You get to a note, and then, like, like everybody wearing, like
1: Okay, so brown note. Okay, here's my theory on the brown note. All right, so common idea for the brown note is there is one single note, yeah. and that when it. When you hear it or when, when it, it resonates, when you feel it, yeah, when it resonates that it's just poop everywhere and no one can control their bowels.
2: Your bladder oh, essentially, like, it loosens it your lets bowels. It just lets go. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. I would concede that there could be a frequency out there that played at the right volume, directed in the right way, could just shatter your fucking intestines and probably kill yeah. you in the process or whatever. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that that's the brown note. No. I would say that the brown note would actually have to be a system of notes and it would be different for every single person yes, at yes. every different second of their yes. life like there could be a sequence of notes that happens to me right now that the sequence just so happens to where it pushes <laughs> that poop out of me and there's nothing i can do why well, would 100 it would be I a sequence that. of notes and not, huh i
0: believe that cuz everyone has something specific that affects them so like if i hear nails on a chalkboard or like nail yeah. filing yeah. i actually feel like vomiting yeah And, like, there's a frequency that you hear or a sound that you hear that can specifically
1: manipulate how you respond. Yeah, totally. And this would be going off, like, part partly it could be that. You're, like, so distraught that you have to poop or the feeling that it gives you makes you have to poop. (laughs) But what the other side could be, like, since everything has a resonant frequency, okay, this little tiny piece of your intestine had that frequency at that moment. That next point had that one. That next one had that note. That next one had that note. And it inchworms its way out. Just because uh, it was this the magic perfect sequence of resonant frequencies brown, no, that just happened brown. to poop that you know, poop that out, which it would be very rare to happen, but it statistically I guess we have proven that it just happened uh-huh. in some other thread of reality.
2: Well, hypothetically, that's not a brown note. That's a brown
1: song. Brown song. Yeah, brown song. Brown song, baby. It's a. It's a brown. What's, that movie? He... What's that movie we watched? Uh, Where we were in that, maybe Nashville, Nick, where it was the the Aussies, and it was like the darkest song on the planet. And it fucking started. Oh, Deathgasm? Deathgasm, dude. That was awesome. So, how does, like, if if Ed
0: is levitating these objects using whatever frequency or magnetism, the biggest thing is how is he getting it? Okay, getting it up is one thing, but moving <laughs> it over, left, yeah. right, at an angle that's
1: very specific <laughs> and strategic to stack it. That's, that's, the, that's the crazy part. Like, that's magic. See, that's what I, see, so in my mind, if he's using something like that, I would say, I would super say. I would say. Okay. <laughs> I would say that he's using these tripods to just get that first initial lift. Just pull the corner up. All you got to do is pull the corner up on the block enough to wrap whatever you got to wrap around it. That's gonna create whatever field you're trying to create around this block. I'm assuming I don't know enough about electricity and all and different kinds of magnetic fields and shit like that. But in any case, it seems like that's what you do. You'd have to wrap it in whatever that you want to be wrapped this wrapped this field in. Right. So maybe he's using his tripods and stuff to lift it up eventually. You know, originally. You know, and then wrapping it in whatever electrical blah, 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 he's using and applying whatever force he's using. And from that point on, once he finds that frequency, it's floating. He doesn't even necessarily need the tripod. You know, maybe he's just using the tripod. Maybe he disconnects it from the tripod at that point. Maybe he leaves it on there as a safety, which obviously I would. But, you know, once it's acoustically levitated, who knows? Maybe he's just able to push it along really easily and just kind of nudge it in any direction. Everything was so low cost.
0: What if this all was just a ruse? Like, what if he was using, you know, alien technology at night or magic or something absolutely insane, but the rest of this was just a strategy to create the illusion of I'm using these things and people won't ask as many questions because they see these specific things. Like, oh, I'm using this tripod and this box and this flywheel. And it's just a distraction for people not to question him and think that he's crazy or the devil.
1: Right. Dude, one weird thing. When he died, (laughs) found in his living quarters was uh, bundled together. There was three thousand dollars cash and a map. And this map, the Goonies, they couldn't fucking figure out where it went. And the description that I that I read was, it seemed like this map was for this place around Coral Castle, possibly, but it seemed to not be in the current like. They said 3D realm, like it did not seem to be in this Weird. space and time, you know. So it's possible that, dude. I in this research, I got you know kind of I dug deep into the electronics of it, man. I really I got stuck for like five six hours specifically on electricity that doesn't have anything to do with this episode, <laughs> and I got into all these different Tesla things that we've got to talk about one day. But some of it is so mind blowing that he that. Leeds Callanan could possibly be doing some of the things that Tesla and some of these other guys were doing around the same time and before him. You know, so this is is around the same time that all these dudes are making these electrical breakthroughs. And in the lifetime... What's that? Sorry. You continue. I'm sorry. Well, so during his lifetime, he actually released three books. One of them was about philosophy, his philosophies. They were little pamphlets. Uh, One of them was about family life, which he had zero... It was about how to raise kids in a family, but he didn't. He was clearly unqualified to write that book. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third uh, was called Magnetic Current, I believe, well, and the most it was one. the the critical one. Yeah. And it basically talked about his flywheel, and it talked about certain things and how he is on the verge of a electrical breakthrough. And maybe Coral Castle was his proof of concept before he just splooges to the world. Look at this shit. I am a genius. But maybe he just didn't know that that's the kind of shit Tesla and other dudes were doing and people are just snubbing him because it's not they're not Edison, you know. Right. It was it was real primitive. Like what he was doing was impressive. It was scary, yeah.
0: Yeah, but also primitive in the sense that it's like you can't walk up to somebody and be like, So I'm basically using magic.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and, so then... To them, it is magic
0: the mag the well, magnetism of the earth. But did he name it Coral Castle? Was I was going to ask. Like, is that uh, yeah, his I believe name? He
1: did. Yeah, I believe he named it that, and it was like an attraction, pretty much. Like, maybe he realized that okay, he's got to make money, and it could be an attraction. So that's just what it was. It was an attraction that people, like schools, went on field trips to. The seven so, unex- un- But there's nothing about
2: it that's made
0: out of
1: coral no, it's all coral. Yeah, it's all coral. It's the it, oolite, yeah. The oolite yeah. uh
2: is a limestone, but that was compressed yeah. over like over the earth's like evolution. Like it was basically it's turned fossilized into coral, rock. Yeah. Fossilized I, from coral.
1: my understanding, that's what all limestone is, is fossilized yeah, well, organic matter. Exactly. I was reading and that's why it's, it's so not soft.
0: I was reading that it's not even made out of
2: coral.
1: What do you mean? Uh yeah, it is. It's totally made out of coral. W- it's visibly was, made out of coral. I was writing that it was. I mean you can you can like look at it and be like, that's coral.
0: Well, I'm uh, I'm on LiveScience.com, credible, uh, and it's saying that although it's not technically a castle or made out of coral, it's still called the Coral Castle.
1: Huh. Well, well maybe it was. I don't know. At one All point. the research I've found is that it was made of oolite, which was the bedrock there, which was underwater, you know, ancient sea, and that it would be fossilized, uh, different fossilized corals. I don't know. Maybe well, there's a difference. Maybe they just don't call it coral once it's fossilized. I don't know. I.
2: I think corals only like relates to when it's in water, live or dead,
1: okay, yeah, man, but you think fossilized coral would cover It'd still that, be coral, though. yeah, but either I'll way, s- yeah, say, I started thinking about this in like, okay, so if he's lifting the stuff purely with the tripods and he's applying this uh, acoustic science to it or any type of levitation, any way you think about it, if he's trying to reverse the effects the effects of gravity, right. I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, fuck, man. Like, Well, gravity, it's going to go all the way down to the center of the earth if nothing was there to stop it, right? It -hmm. would pull you straight to it. There wouldn't be a point that you'd stop until you hit the center. But what is the opposite of that? Is the opposite of that like literally going forever? Like in the opposite direction? Or like it, I don't know, man. It just, I can't figure out what the opposite is. Re-explain that. Okay, so what got me onto it was, you know, in science and in pretty much anything you can think of, everything has an opposite. Equal and opposite, yeah. Yeah. Every every action has a reaction. Every yin has a yang. You know, every bill has a ted. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So if there was something, let's say, anti-gravity, since gravity is going to pull you straight to the center of the mass or whatever that the gravity is, the object... what's the opposite of that N- it, would it be zero action at all or would it be repelling Extr- it ext- yeah. and if it was repelling it what's the point where it is no longer repelling it well no and it's if like- that's the case then it, w- it doesn't seem like it could be the opposite because there is a finite point where gravity stops
0: you know well what I mean? I- ah. isn't that what the atmosphere like the atmosphere contains our point of gravity therefore the opposite of that is zero gravity. Yeah, like once you to... get out of our atmosphere, it like can't. But inside our atmosphere, yeah, there is no opposite of gravity. I think right. it's
1: repulsion. Like right. You, you like, think like... it would be repulsion, but then there you'd have to think of a point where that stops. What, when what stops? Repulsion? The, the repulsion of it. Yeah.
2: When you're Does far away wear... from it. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm looking at it as like a positive yeah. and negatively charged ion, electron, or like magnet. I mean, it would be a positive and negatively charged thing. And Two, like a positive negative one that are attract each other versus like a negative negative positive positive or repelled. Right, Johnny but, sounds like Rain Man, right? <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Sorry, well, no, I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I'm remembering back to my time with the train engine days. Right? So I used to have those those little connect cars, <laughs> those little train cars, and yeah, it, the you can with uh, both positive and negative, you can have them attract or repel at the same force. So, I'm confused on what you're confused about i well, no, gonna be
0: saying what I'm, that the opposite of finding, like, if there is gravity, what's the opposite?
1: The what's the opposite? opposite, is would no the opposite. opposite repulsion. Yeah. What would be the opposite? Be? Yeah, that's, no, what I'm trying, not, that's what I'm torn on. Because there is a finite end to the gravity's attraction. There's a finite end to that. So yeah. to have an opposite, there should be a finite end. And to repulsion? To repulsion, yeah. It's so not, I guess well, that's rep- just when it exits, like, the repulsion magnetic field. is
0: Repulsion is... Man-made essentially. No, it's not. In in a place with gravity? Absolutely.
1: No, well, you can have that, two yeah, positively in place charged gravity. ions so that this, are not man-made. In this thought, I'm considering all the work that we do against gravity. I'm not gonna consider that anti-gravity. I'm not okay. gonna consider the work that we do anti-gravity.
0: in so, order to create anti-gravity, you have to be falling at rapid speeds in on Earth, which is wait, created by the gravitational
1: pull. So yeah, so what I'm torn on is Hmm. Would the opposite of the attraction of gravity be repulsion, or would it be no movement at all? Like, I don't, I, I'm still torn n- on that.
0: It would be no movement at all. But I'd either sense, way, even repulsion is man
2: made. Hey, repulsion is not man made. You not, could have negatively and yeah. positively charged things, and there yeah, are, and there are the, the magnet right will
1: repel. Yeah. There are, I guarantee there's things out there that have, like, there. No, have the to be. The re- magnet repels and attracts. They, ob- yeah, you flip the magnet, it repels. Simple th- th- as that. We yeah. didn't make that.
2: Yeah. yeah, we can. We can make that. We can also make artificial gravity. We can create that, but those are naturally occurring things in our universe. But, yeah, so, so one
1: of the weird things I tripped on was like, dude trying to say, okay, we need to look at gravity differently. We need to look at it more like electricity, like the analogy Johnny just tried to make a minute ago, or just nice made. Man. And he compared it more to electricity. And if you look at it that way, well, if all, if all you have to do is switch the poles, you just have to figure out how to switch the poles and somehow oh. keep it in the field, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So but they, then what would the opposite of that be? Would it be endless repulsion? And it's just like, boom, it just shoots off in the opposite direction like fucking crazy? <laughs> uh-huh. Or would it essentially turn the gravity off? And so when I was looking at this, oh. I couldn't really figure it out. It was just something fun that I was thinking about, right? But in my mind, I was like thinking for him to levitate this object, he would need the, he would need the object to be repelled by the Earth's gravity, while also being attracted to a certain extent. And I was like, God, is there anything out there that exists like that? And apparently that a sure. motherfucking yeah. is. Yeah, apparently uh, it exists in the field of superconductivity. And apparently a superconductor, superconductor is basically any conductor, like a wire or anything, that yeah. has no electrical resistance. Yeah. So everything that you can think of, copper, gold, blah, 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 blah. Us. Us, we all have a resistance of some sort. And a certain amount of conductivity. Yeah. So a superconductor, zero, zero electrical resistance. resistance. So if theoretically, there was a loop of wire that was a superconductor, and you applied a charge to it. It would go around this loop forever. No change, no stop.
2: And it, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't drain at all. It wouldn't like change. There would be literally no resistance, and therefore it could transfer that exact same amount of energy away from it. It just exists, yeah. Because boom, w- there it is. When we, when but we it's inside electric- of a loop
1: there, so it just never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. So a superconductor... Apparently they are temperature dependent, and at room temperature, uh, depending on what material this is, you can make superconductors out of different things. But they're man. Sounds so smart. This <laughs> sounds so smart. <laughs> well, so at room temperature it acts normal. There's no magnetism, okay? But depending on the material, it depends on the degree of drop in temperature. You drop this temperature to like insanely low, like negative 100 degrees. Shit, crazy. It acts very strange, and it gets very magnetized. The first thing that happens is what's is called the Meissner effect. And that makes this superconductor repel from a magnet, as if now it is a magnet of the opposite pole, right? Okay. Cool. It just seems like just seems like it uh it made this piece of metal a magnet. Okay? So now, if you take that magnet and you force it very close to this new superconductor and you feel the superconductor and the magnet pushing against each other, just like magnets would repel, right? Yeah. You know how you can take a magnet and you put them right up to each other and you really try and force them together and you feel it, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the repulsion.
1: Yeah. If you do that with this magnet and this new superconductor, then the field from that magnet passes through this conductor and within a few seconds, the magnet's position in relation to the conductor is fixed. Whoa. literally fixed in space. Like a tractor beam
2: and just kind of like keeps it there and, re- and like suspended in space. So exactly. that could explain it,
0: why he was doing it at nighttime.
1: Yeah. It's it's wait, possible that wait, he was why? using these temperature certain Temperature control. Things. Temperature control probably, yeah. Oh. And if, if there was a way, if there was a way that he was able to super cool these things or he made a superconductor that was not temperature dependent. And that That's would apparently be the secret because I guess they don't know of superconductors that aren't extremely temperature dependent. So it would repel to this, you know, said distance of the attracted. It would repel and attract at the same distance. So it is just fixed right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's called magnetic levitation. And if you flip it, it's magnetic suspension. So it fucking exists out there in some degree. And I know you guys have probably seen these things. Probably years ago you saw these videos where you probably saw it in science class where they would, I think it came out in like 2011 or 10, 9, something like that. Where they were taking these disks, what looked like ice, and they would put them on tracks, and yeah. they would just push them along the track, and they would levitate yeah. it on the track. Yeah. Well, that's what this is. Fuck, And dude. And they could show you right there. They could flip it over. They could place it in a certain position. Uh, like, they could change the position of that piece of ice disc or whatever, that superconductor, on the X, Y axis, and it would hold that position in relation to the magnet. Like, Fuck. that's what's fucking crazy. So if he was somehow able to use a superconductor somehow turn these essentially turn these blocks into superconductors somehow then he'd be able to reposition them and they would literally be stuck in space as he so moves su- them suspended and he can just literally them suspended as he and not even like the acoustic thing it would be suspended possibly spinning yeah. possibly moving and you'd have to control it right but this is
2: just suspension and it's this would be suspension
1: animated. literally stuck in space like unanimate, dude. It is just sitting there at a weird angle, and you move uh, it to whatever angle you want, and it if stays. If he
2: can, if he can make an, an, an animated object or yeah, uh, animated, and like just keep it and, and manipulate it, I feel like this should have been something he was publishing, producing, and you know, trying to to popularize and not make books about his uh, yes. non-family and kids. He it could have be, been
0: seen as crazy though, because think well, about absolutely. all the other things that
2: someone could have been like, yeah, no,
0: you're, that's not going to work for us right now. You're a devil worshiper, absolutely. Person. Yeah, that was way ahead. Like, they were just trying to figure out, like, architecture. Like, they were trying to figure out how to strategically create buildings that stood and could support over long periods of time. And there was a whole, like, new market of things and businesses and trying to better, Mm. you know, flight and, you know, travel. Like, how to do that. And this guy rolls up and is like, hey, so I figured out this thing. I don't really have a background <laughs> in science, but it's in stonemasonry. Trust me, it's going to work. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> yeah. They can just be like, no, you're insane. like, oh, what? These are people who, like, this is the 1920s. Like, you know, what I know about is, like, film. These are people who thought
2: watching a film was affect that you. they were going to die. Yeah, like Jaws. That's why people were so scared of it because they thought they were about to die.
0: Well, Jaws is, <laughs> like, 19—I'm talking, like, I'm 1920s. Saying, but that's something everybody can relate to. Like, when it- people watched— the old film like the train they moved out of the way because they thought the train was going to come out of the screen and kill them all (laughs) like think about that the capacity of trying to handle that versus the capacity of a guy being like hey so i can make things move and free float
2: here yeah still like way back when it was it socrates or galileo who who, like found out that we were we were revolving on the sun not vice versa um either way
1: i think it's pronounced socrates but. Okay, well
2: anyway, so so <laughs> the, the concept was yeah, they were going to kill him, but he, for better or worse, changed life to we know it today because they, they knew this was fact. So it just seems weird to me that this guy, unless he's kind of a dick, wouldn't share that even though it's He could have also been shut down. Like he could have also been told, No,
0: we can't do this because of too right. many people. If this is commonized, it could actually fuck up so the, they're gonna let him play.
1: Like obviously Tesla, he shut that earthquake machine down because he realized this could literally crack the earth, earth in half. it yeah, we know about like it why. could literally crack yeah. the earth, earth in half. Yeah, I think know. it's possible that there are things out there that humans could do, like we could figure out how to do that could literally destroy everything just by trying it. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I don't think that's so far fetched. not. And it seems like maybe a science like this could lead to insane shit like that, and then maybe there's a reason why in past civilizations this stuff seems to have occurred. But it was not widely known, and it was kept secret, possibly because it's so dangerous right hmm, but either way, acoustic levitation's out there, just probably not for these big weights you know superconductivity levitation is out there I don't know i'm on I'm on board with a a combination of acoustic levitation, superconductivity, and obvious and his obvious knowledge of mechanical advantage.
2: I definitely have to agree with you there there's things out there that, that have not been able to be moved with our understanding today like we don't I don't personally know specifically how a lot of things like the uh Easter island heads or this specific these these weights or the pyramids were e- move so easily i know there's probably a, a plausible reason why but there has to be some kind of like uh almost like natural natural force that is at play here not right. supernatural not not human you know uh, understanding about it, but like things that people can just manipulate to make these things their well, bitch. And well, that's exactly
1: are. what superconductivity and acoustic yeah. levitation would be. You know, so that's not like you. a man-made phenomenon. That's just a man-discovered phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. so I
2: agree with you. Yeah, T- Nick, what do you think? How did how did it happen?
1: Aliens. <laughs> 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 no, I think
0: I think there is a way to manipulate the magnetic planes of Earth. I mean, I've heard of many different theories, like. Uh, the magnetic field therapy for people with um, yeah yeah problems sleeping. Yeah. That at night you can actually manipulate the magnetic, magnetic field. fields of Earth to sleep better. Yeah, uh, so everyone's uh, turning down like the,
2: the thermostat. Essentially, like it's it's a group magnetic field. You're like I want it to be this pH. I want it to be this pH. Yeah, I
0: know. And I truly I I believe that in of in that capacity, that's about as far as we can go with manipulating the magnetic field of Earth to help us uh but i do think 100% that i think there's something there now i it's something i want to see like i want to see some shit levitate uh oh, yeah. based on the uh, you know the manipulators involved and i think that he figured out the right manipulators it's just a shame that you know, maybe he did say something and the the government at the time came to him and said you need to nah no nah, yeah, wasn't good you
1: need, to, you need to snub that
0: I mean, especially on the brink of war, I mean, we're talking about, you know, like we talked about, birds' flight uh, to the Poles. I think that it could have to do with that. This guy uh, could could create a rift in warfare. Uh, right. started, yeah, I don't he, know what
1: Latvia's, uh, you know, relationship with the Nazis were at the time, but probably closer to the U.S. I don't know. Well, with nuclear weapons, I mean, we're talking
0: 1920s when you started building this thing. Uh, all the way through, you know, it was continuously moving as a project till the 1950s, yeah. 1960s. So, like, we were at war that entire time—one with nuclear activity with with Japan, and two with Germany with the Nazis. So, I think right. that was a huge factor where maybe he did try bringing it, and the government's like, "Nope, you you let that die. Yeah. Here's this money. Here's some hush money. You let that die.
1: Yeah, here's three thousand dollars in a map." Here's $3,000 <laughs> in the map. Maybe the map...
0: I think the map might lead to maybe where he built it on that specific plane. Mm. I think right, maybe yeah. where he built it, there I, is I a secret. I think that's,
1: the, that's the, the right tree to be barking on. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is something
0: beneath it. I think if someone were to investigate the map, I don't know how to get below uh, Coral Castle, but I think that if you do get below it, I think there is something there. Uh, I, I an think answer. that it could
1: be more... Um, Related to how the ley lines interact with the area, so possibly a spatial a different spatial dimension that he might be mapping out that in some way he's able to map out. I don't know. That's what I would think. On well, the other
2: news, That's I just uh, I had to do it, pull up my phone. The professor from earlier that we we're trying to figure out is Professor Flitwick, he was a charms master Flitwick, played by Warwick. Davis. Was? No, no, it's a different elf. Did Every look who was played, played by yes, Warwick Davis. Yes, Is that not it's right? Different, All he, right? You know that, what? You Flitwick know what? died, I'm pretty sure. The actual guy who played him died uh, uh, a couple seasons in. You're Flitwick actor. Oh, bummer, bro. Phileas Flitwick, played by Warwick Davis.
0: Fuck. Oh, the Warwick Davis. All right, well, I'm looking at it right now.
2: That got me. Regrett-
0: this, I'm, oh.
2: Don't say it, Nick.
1: I'm right. He's okay, like, here's, a cool, here's a cool animated uh, logo for us, right? Okay. Warwick Davis... In a like fluffy brain light bulb outfit? No, Kay. that doesn't work. <laughs> well, Warwick Davis in a snail costume.
0: We're, working, our, we're getting
1: we're getting, plays. we're getting we're getting ideas. Warwick Davis in a owl costume. Okay, we just okay, want yeah. Warwick Davis to be involved in the podcast at some point. And somehow, yeah, please,
0: Warwick, well, that, that shit's crazy, today. That shit's crazy. Well, another hard hitting. Uh, very, you know, I think we're starting to learn. There's like a pattern. Science of who's covering what, like what a Nick episode looks like and what a Taylor episode looks <laughs> like. I think we are starting to see there's a pattern there, but the the connection between everything has been, and I feel like we'll always be the Freemasons, Illuminati, confirmed, Illuminati, totally Bohemian Grove. It's all there, uh, totally, and it's it's continued. We're on episode 22, I think, of maybe all of the episodes we've done. Maybe three can't be connected to. Like I don't connect. Bigfoot 2, Bohemian Grove. Yeah,
1: like the, the Biodome, maybe not. But then you talk about Alec Baldwin, the Baldwins. We're talking Illuminati, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's I hard to two. disconnect. It's hard to disconnect. Oh. Telling ya, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, guys, we met a
0: lot of you this weekend, this past weekend in Orlando. Uh, so the same goes for you if you're a new listener. Uh, if you got a hypothetical you want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share about today's specific episode – Great news. You can shoot us an email at hybrothoughts at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at hybrotheticalthinking. You can also be our friend on hybrotheticalthinking.com uh, and also send us a little line over at facebook.com slash hybrotheticalthinking. So with all the friends that we made in Orlando, uh, we had a fun little sheet that you can sign up and we'll give you a podcast shout. It's one of the things you can win. Um. So once we get our Patreon launch, which is very, very, very very close to being launched, we're just waiting on some technical difficulties. The page is almost live. Uh, If you couldn't get a podcast shout-out Orlando, good news. You can donate a very small fee, and we'll give shout-outs all day long. So we're going to take some time, and we're going to dedicate this part of the podcast to you. Um, The fun fact is we told everyone they could write down whatever name they want, and we'll read it. So Whatever some of these they wanted. They
2: could. They could bash anything. somebody. They could, could say anything. You're gonna, you're going to hear that in a second. Some of these things are not humans.
0: Yeah. Some of these aren't <laughs> human. Uh, but we're going to read them. There's a It's chewy. So there I'm going to start off. I'm going to read a, a handful, and then Taylor's going to take over, and then John's going to take over. So there's no fatigue. We want to make sure that this is entertaining. Fatigue. So I'm going to start off. Here we go. We got interlinked jewelry. Oh, they were M. bad ass. They were bad we Are going
2: to go through each one of these and describe the person? No, we're not. I'm okay, going to fly through. Taylor
1: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. just wanted to get that one thing in to okay, make sure. They bad ass. I might try and snag another one in, so I don't know. <laughs> okay,
2: okay.
0: Drew M. Lane. The Fanatic Zone. Gabby Brescia. Mike LaMole. Ellie Hand. Kesha G. Hogman the Destroyer. <laughs> James is cool. Mick Wilson. Big Bear. My name's Jeff. <laughs> sonar. No, no. My name's Jeff. It's Jeff the alien. Sonar with little dog prints. Uh, and the 10th is the best.
1: Taylor? Did I sign it? <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, no. no, I mean, you're next. You're the next you read the, next, the next, next part next, of the section. Oh, well, I mean, I'm starting at 15. Here we go. Uh, rip Carl, I love you. That's probably talking about Carl from The Walking Dead. Yeah, he is. Spoiler so. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the tattooed hottie from Frontline Cleaning Tampa. All right, hottie. He's actually,
2: He's actually a guy. It's
1: actually a guy. Okay, I retract that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> the moon landing was fake. You're damn right. <laughs> Dougie Fox, what up? Oh, hi. Abigail from Orlando. Kara and Tiffiana. <laughs> Mad Sky 1002. Nikki New. <laughs> Daniela T, Smiley Face. Wendy and Katie, Rocks. Mags, The Greatest Kessler. Pickle Mama Colleen. Pickles. Kiss Missa, Deadpool Rocks. (laughs) Oh, here's a good one. Petey Sanderson, Rules. Hey! Hey, Petey Sanderson. (laughs) <laughs> Orlando 2018 Zod was here and took, took over he took over that was my last one but I also want to shout out very special shout out to our friend uh, Jess who uh, all the way from the UK she came and hung out at our booth like oh, the yeah, whole Jess. time she was Heck tight yeah. and our new buddy Tyler from uh, the northern United States man <laughs> what's up guys what's up doc alright
2: it's Johnny time
1: at Odin for
2: Instagram Danny Mess Dan plus Sarah Honey Set, that's a cool name. Uh, Adel, Adel, Adel-Rice? Why did I get all the hard names? Adeliris plus Antonio plus Josh plus Eris plus Sam, Devin and Casey Silva Hart, Ryan Albin, Deja, smiley face. Caitlin was at Walker Stalker Orlando. It's an ass symbol. De- Desi Hart, da- Dajamore. These are a lot of hard names. Mackenzie McCousin is amazing. Sarah New- Newman's rocks. Randy Bear and Casey Jordan and K Rex.
1: Hey, and if you guys out there, I think the Orlando people enjoyed our company. If any of you cities out there think there's something cool that we could go set up a booth at, send us an email, let us know, because we'll set up a fucking booth. CryptidCon. CryptidCon. Yeah, I want to go to AlienCon. So bad, dude. So bad. I want to go to AlienCon. Contact in the desert. Get us there. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Someone Uh, wants to uh, just, like, pay for our trip, contact in the desert. You know our email and stuff. Yeah, so sweet. (laughs) Patreon. Oh, right, yeah, we do
0: that shit. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of hypothetical thinking. Uh, it was a good one. We're 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 pushing towards thirty, and then guys, when we get to episode fifty, we got some crazy shit for you. So let's start teasing. Right, we're not
1: even, not even halfway <laughs> there. Oh, <though. laughs> episode fifty, is 50. a big
0: one. It's gonna be a big one. We got something <laughs> big. We're gonna do.
1: Uh
2: oh. Yeah. That's we're not even halfway there though.
0: It involves a spoon. What? I can't say. I've said too much. I've said too much. A spoon. So without further, you know what? I'm just gonna go and said say. I'm happy that we're here. We're doing this. We're still doing it. Uh, and it's, you know, doing things.
1: I've been doing Nick. Things, baby. I've been Taylor this whole time.
0: <laughs> I'm Johnny. <laughs> and uh, guys, we have a new ad out. Make sure to check that out. And if you see Johnny on the street, don't slap him. Actually, or do you can him. for this episode, but just don't slap him You're after. Giving them
2: that. positive and negative reinforcement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <One> <laughs> slap day. him and then don't slap him. You guys uh, have one week to slap him.
2: Uh, okay. Perfect. One one, week. If anyone, if anybody finds me, actually, I'm not giving that. I'm not giving that. His address is three Ah! seven seven four. No, it's not.
1: You know what I just realized? (laughs) Nobody (laughs) nobody asked me a single question in my left ear at the con. Not a single (laughs) question. No one (laughs) one went through with it. Whatever. Whatever. Who did? (laughs) All
0: right. We're grateful. Uh, We're so happy that you guys are still listening, and uh, we have we're going to have some guests next week that I'm very excited about. First time ever. And the last time ever. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the last time ever. Um, uh, it'll be good. And I'm excited about the topic. We've already got it picked out. It's something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, and it's going to be a fun. Power Rangers?
2: Shit. Nice. I got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Was it really? No, it's was just okay, kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Longest outro ever, but uh, i just getting sentimental.
2: Okay. Bye. Adios. Bye.